What's up, everyone? Good morning. Welcome back to Wake Up. Thank you for tuning into the program, you guys. I'm your host, Cameron Mons. And for anyone new listening here, my whole intention here with this platform is to help you, the listener, to develop perception, create intention, and ultimately invent a new path for your life through personal development concepts. And we're continuing on with the series I have going on, you guys. Uh, I dive into a book that I've finished reading earlier this past year. It's called High Performance Habits by by Brendan Burchard. And I highly recommend you go and pick up this book because they're, I've said it in episodes before, but these six habits, Brendan Burchard has done years and years of research with his team over vast amounts of populations of people. And over these amount of people, he's narrowed it down to six habits. And these six habits lead to someone being generally successful, successful over the long term, and they tend to do it less stressed. So that's what he defines in general as a high performer. And you can treat these six habits that I'm, I'm speaking about in these episodes like a checklist. So exactly like a pilot has a pre takeoff checklist, and they have to check everything off before they continue on. That's how you treat these high performance habits, each six of them throughout your day, you kind of check in with each six of them and you think, okay, I'm, I'm not too, feeling too energetic right now. I can see how people are feeding off that. I got to change it a little bit. Let me at least act like I'm happy or I'm joyous. You know, I'm not feeling too courageous right now. I'm, I'm kind of scared, but I'm going to go in and act like it anyways, because I just checked in with myself. And that'll carry you a long way. So today's habit, I'm actually really excited for because I've been doing a lot of research and just understanding in this and the exact human behavior behind it and why some people are more influential than others. And that's exactly the habit, developing influence. Brendan Burchard's fifth high performance habit is developing influence. And now, just like with every other habit, you guys, he breaks it down into, into three sections here. Three practices he calls it. So the first practice under this is teaching people how to think. Practice number two we're going to dive under is challenging people to grow. And the third practice is role modeling the way. So with his introduction here that he has into the book, I, I wrote down in my notes here, don't extinguish the fire in people if it feels like it's clashing. So you're going to have times where you're clashing with people and you don't really have a choice to not work with them because I mean, they're at work every day. You're in business with them. You have to collaborate. So clashing sometimes is a good thing. It brings the best out in us and it helps generate ideas between each other. And have a conversation. If there is clash there too, conversations are what is the basis for influential people because they talk. They don't bottle things up. And I've had to learn this a lot especially in the past too. I have to speak about what I need and that'll lead to just being more influential because you're being open and honest with people. And you have to raise yourself to a higher goal and ambition. You just have to see the bigger goal and go from there. And I I love this note here that I have down. Influence is about feeling as if your efforts are making an impact. Listen to this if you want to get your message across to people. Because if you... Uh, or use a lot of uh, filler words people aren't going to understand what you're saying but if you can speak your message and pause in between sentences that you're using people are going to actually absorb your message and the goal that you have in mind to communicate to them 
and this is the whole key you guys is just being able to speak clearly use brevity brevity is the ability to speak and communicate your message concisely that's very important too i find that plays big really big into being influential and this is <laughs> i highlighted and started this section because this just speaks volumes to me um from a vulnerable point of view i take people's opinions to heart more quick than you can ever imagine more quick than you can ever imagine and so i've written down don't worry about what others think and i've actually written down here for myself read the box section from page 223 to 224 and i'm actually just going to read it here really quick for you guys i just read it before i pressed record and it just really brought me back to when i first read it and so this is from burchard's book and this is him speaking as he's written here Throughout my career, I've been blessed to advise a lot of people in the media. You'd be surprised how sensitive they get. All those years in the spotlight often blind them with fears about what others think. Then, when they leave a show or try to do a business deal on the side, they struggle to ask for what they really want. I often have to share some tough love with them. Quote, I understand you worry about what others think, but if no one has ever said it to you, here you go. Most people are not thinking about you at all. Even when... You put yourself in front of them to make a request and they say no. Within minutes, they're right back to not thinking about you. They're not sitting there judging you. They're too busy dealing with their own life. So you might as well get on with it and ask. Otherwise, you've set aside your dreams for judgments that probably don't even exist. Wow. Wow. I read that, you guys. I read that months ago and I just, I had to box it and highlight every single piece of it because that is my biggest flaw is taking someone's opinion and not helping, but put it on a pedestal. So that's something I'm actively working on every single day, every, every day. And that's why influence out of these six habits is, is kind of a big one for me. And I think why I've fallen so closely to learning it and diving deep into it. Um, Cause that point just stuck out to me so much. And I feel like developing influence would be a big hindrance for me because I take the opinions of people so high. And continuing on here with my notes, again, this is just the introduction prior to the practices that he talks about. Encourage others to think and develop ideas for the common theme. People love to contribute. So if you're in a position of work where you work around a lot of people and you have to organize them and bring them all together to communicate a common idea, this chapter in the book is going to be huge because this is essentially speaking to people who watch over and lead X amount of people. And they have to gather those X amount of people into the same idea and same vision that they have. And then Burchard dives into something really interesting that he spends quite a few, quite a few pages on in the book, more influence, ask and ask often. So he's telling you in the book, just start asking people for things, not from a point of view where you're being needy, judgy, as if you're super needy. It's just, that's a way to kind of gauge where you're at with your influence. Just like ask people for help. Hey, I really need help with this. Are you able to give me a hand? It's the way you word it too. So he actually encourages you to ask, um, to at least start building that muscle um, and the way you word it to reach yourself as an influential person. Uh, And giving plays a big role in that too. I mean, uh, this comes up in episodes I've had before a lot, a lot. Are you a giver? Or are you a receiver? Do you just like taking the things that people hand out? 
or are you actually going out of your way and making someone's day by giving that compliment? Are you going out of your way and making someone's day by uh, giving them a little gift of appreciation? It's things like that. That'll play into how influential you are because people appreciate things like that. And they won't forget situations where you've gone out of your way and it blows them away and they think to themselves, oh my God, I can't believe, no, I can't believe Jared was thinking about me like that. I can't believe uh, Sarah took the time to do that to me. Right, you guys? So you going out of your way to do something nice for someone will ultimately pay off for you in the long run when you need something. I encourage you guys just give just to give. Because... A, kind of getting off on a tangent here. The world is just kind of crazy right now, you guys. Like, I'm not going to use any harsh language, but like the world is really screwed up and this world needs more good people. So just giving is just going to be the key. And tying it into the topic of this episode, you have to give to be influential. And I've written down here in bolded letters, um, if you're more energized on your path, you're, you're more willing to help others. So if you just carry yourself with more energy, all these habits tie together, you guys. If you're just more energized, you're more willing to help others. And most likely, those people are going to be more willing to help you. But if you're just slugging, walking around, and then you ask for a favor for someone, and even though you might truly need the help, but you approach them in a sluggish, low tone, tired voice and attitude, chances are they're not going to give you a hand. They're not going to be incentivized to you have to carry yourself with energy intention emotion good emotion um, and inquire on the other person it's so key and so diving into practice number one here teach people how to think teach people how to think so i'm just going to go back here and actually just kind of fast forward to the actual chapter itself in the book because i realized i actually didn't make a ton of notes except refer to certain pages So I've written down here in my notes how I want my people to think about themselves, others, and the world at large. So Burchard breaks it down into three sections. This is especially applies if you're getting into a position where you're leading a group of people or if you're already in a position now where you manage X amount of people. So you just have to take a second and think for yourself, how do I want my people to think about themselves and others and the world at large? So three different stages. How do I want them to think about themselves? How do I want them in my work environment to think about others? And within my work environment, how do I want my people to view the world at large? And just kind of continuing on here, I'm looking back at highlighted sections I have in my book. Communicate how their people should be thinking about themselves as individual contributors, their competitors, and overall marketplace. So that's just what I highlighted there. Um, and there's three things you want your people to be thinking about same type of thing. This was the main thing I was looking at themselves, other people, and the greater world. So you have to get aligned on those three things. You have to get your people aligned on those three things. And this is just going to kind of be a rather short, really short section because, um, again, this is just highlighting the people in management positions. You just have to be in a, in a spot to be able to coach mentor and, collect your people around the same ideas and the vision for your company or business and where you want them to go. So we'll hop into practice number two, under developing influence, challenging people to grow, challenge people to grow. Now that's a really hard thing, especially if you're new to the world of leadership, uh, leadership in business, leadership, maybe at your job. Um, this one's going to take time because, um, challenging others, you're not condemning them. 
it's positively framed challenges to motivate others to excel. I've written down here in my notes too, intent and tone matter on your delivery for communicating and delegating. That's so key. Your guys' tone of voice that you use in your everyday life matters. Because if you're super happy and you're going to chat with people and you're fired up, they're going to be excited to go along with you. But if you approach them and, hey, good morning and, you know, I, uh, oh yeah, I need you to, I need you to do this today. I forgot to tell you yesterday. You're, they're slipping. They're slipping from your grip. You're not going to be able to lead and move them and get them aligned on the vision that you have. So intent and your tone matter. Now, people who influence challenge others in three separate realms. And this is where I started highlighting and making some information that was really interesting. So the three separate realms that he talks about is character. So giving feedback and direction to people, how would your best self approach this situation? And then for the second section here, connection, how they treat and add value to other people, encouraging them to be very strong in a team environment and contribution. So pushing to add more value and be generous, um, contributing in the sense that they look to the future regarding feedback given to partners rather than the present. So as a manager or a leader, you have to look in the future and communicate to your people, hey, like this is where I see you going. This is the path you're on right now. So what can we do to adjust and get you on that path? Uh, high performance leaders meet them where they're at. So as a leader and as in a position of management, you have to be able to meet your people where they are because emotions are in the moment and you just have to work with them, work it out and you just have to understand that even though people aren't as far along on the path as you want them to be, you have to meet them with where they're at and just start going from there. Practice number three, you guys, role model the way. So I have a few notes under here for this section. High performers have laser focused intention on how to improve other people and achieve the result. So high performers are just so zoned in to how to level up their people and whether that's connecting with them, big goals and dreams that they have, um, you know, goals that they've listed out before, maybe they just kind of know what pushes them. High performers have a way to just really dial in on how to improve other people. Uh, I've written down, let the drama go, decide to be a role model. Uh, it looks like I bolded something here on page 250 from my notes. I'm going to zoom over and see what it says. There's just something magical that happens in our life when we let all the drama go and decide to ask how we can be role models again. So people love drama. People love the latest update on, oh, he did this and, and she did that. He was with her. Screw that. Put that all to the side. If people can let the drama go and just ask how we can be role models again, my God, this world would be such a different place. I'm glad I highlighted that in the book there. I've written down too, to be influential is linear to how influenced I can be. Wow. So you guys, if you want to be influential, you yourself have to be open to feedback on a path that you want to get. If you see a vision for a place that you want to go and be, find someone who's done it before you, find someone who's been successful at it. And if you are able just to dial in and listen to them, and their lessons and their system step-by-step -step process on how they got there. If you are able to be influenced like that, then you in turn are also going to be an influential person.
wow. I'm just going to read that again for emphasis, you guys, because that's the biggest takeaway I've just had here for this podcast. To be influential is linear to how influenced I can be. To be influential is linear to how influenced I can be. So I say take that, you guys, this week and run. That's Brendan Burchard's fifth high-performance habit, developing influence. This one's the biggest one for me because I think it's where I'm most vulnerable with people's opinions and just different things I'm working on day-to-day. So I challenge you guys to take this to your week. Remember that last part I said, I think that's the biggest takeaway for me from this episode. Find ways to be open to feedback this week. Find ways to listen to others. And it's just going to absolutely blow up your week and, and get you on the path to where you need to be. Wake up!